Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Pulse Headline News. Let's start off with some music this morning, then we'll get rolling into the show. Here you go, people. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath To get to rock the boat and make a mess So I'd sit quietly, agreed politely I guess that I forgot I had a choice I let you push me past the breaking point I stood for nothing So I fell for everything You held me down, but I got up Already brushing off the dust You hear my voice, you hear that sound Like thunder gonna shake the ground You held me down, but I got up Get ready, cause I've had enough I see it all, I see it now
Good morning, everybody. Welcome to The Pulse. Headline news. That's right. We're here and we're going to roar. <laughs> I see crazies in the house. Texcal, Torres, WKOP's Yancey. I see a lot of friends here in the show. Good morning, everyone. Today is Monday. That's right. February 13th, 2023. Uh, let me go ahead and get my uh, trusty co-host here on. <laughs> I think he snuck off. He probably did. We're going to have to poke at him this morning, maybe. Uh, he's listening. There you go. Good morning, Scott. Maybe. <laughs> you there now? Can yeah. you hear me now? Yeah. What's yeah. the matter? You got. No, I was already I was already on. You're like, you were like spamming me to join what? the call. I yeah. was spamming you? Blocked me off the call. <laughs> uh, block. <laughs> I will start off with a block right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a balloon outside your house. Wake up, man. Uh. What's up with the Katy Perry? We covering like the Illuminati this morning or something? Or? No, I, I just figured I'd throw out something different. Or something? Or? Yeah. Was it just a little shock factor? Oh, yeah. Um, Was it shocking to you? <laughs> Did it wake you up? P- purely unentertained by Katy Perry, to be honest. Club Pulse. <laughs> You're such a whiner, dude. You know... You know, I was talking with somebody and they're asking me about this podcast. Yeah. And they're like, oh, did did you guys name your uh, podcast after the the nightclub in Florida? (laughs) What? (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Don't don't be the morning douche. (laughs) This is this is why you have me on. Right. I do. I do. And for all those wondering, he is so the admin. It around. You know, you know what an admin's good for. <laughs> That's about it. All right, everyone's hitting me up. What the weather's like here in uh, good old. Uh, this is Pulse Live uh, headline news coming to you live from uh, Anderson, Alaska, up in the interior of Alaska. Currently, we're having a beautiful day out there. It's kind of flurrying out there. It's zero. We are flatlined right now. I mean. That's great temperature for us. I was out in a t-shirt this morning outside. Didn't bother me a bit. I was pretty cool with that. You know what I mean? I mean, why not, right? Let's see. Let me actually get an accurate temperature. Uh, Okay, plus two. We're actually plus two right now. Okay, going into tonight, we got minus 14, uh, showing about 25% of the white stuff. Going into Tuesday, we're going to have a high of zero, low of minus 10. Yeah, we're okay. Wednesday, plus one, minus 13, going into the night. Thursday, plus one, low of minus eight. Here's where it all changes, though. We're going to start seeing those warm temperatures again. And I say warm temperatures just to make you guys laugh out there. We got a high of 11 on Friday and a low of six. And then Saturday, we are in the 20s at 22 plus and plus 12. See, take that, Scott. See, you can't, you can't stuff, baby. <laughs> you can't tease me about that. <laughs> <Keep me on. laughs> 
<laughs> Pretty cool with me. Crazy lady assorted loin chops, $1.98 a pound. There we go. <laughs> All right. You ready to get on with some news here and let's see what's going on out there in the world? <laughs> your mic cut out. What's going on with your mic cutting out lately? There's nothing going on with my no, mic. It, it like cuts out every now and then. Well, I noticed that it seems like Podbeam is not resolving all that well right now. Yeah. Okay. Like I noticed even when you played the intro song that for some reason it just seems like, I don't know, it seems like they're they're having an issue streaming or keeping it all together right now. Yeah. It's functional. It is. I don't know. Are you on your, are you on your boom mic or are you on your headset? No, I'm on my computer. Okay. See, like right there, it just went and just dived, just sunk, just went into the toilet for some reason. Um, I mean, the only thing I can do is try to reset, and that'll yeah. take time. No, just go with it. All right, yeah, let's go into I'll our news. Yeah, let's go with it. Um, you can reset at the break. Just go with it there. All right, you ready to get on with some news this morning? We got some sure. stuff out um well there's plenty out there there's plenty let's start off with your stop tops your stop your stop story let's go with that. i'm doing well this morning Ain't um s- speaking of you know artificial intelligence well is that what <laughs> is that what you are <laughs> let's <laughs> let's go mr ai throw it out there okay we're ready um, on on Friday, a study was released where they were pushing what would be considered um, political comments um, and interactions to Chat GPT, and they were okay. running on how Chat GPT would answer in preference. And I kind of until now, they were noticing that Chat GT, GPT was like more factual based. And was using reference that of yeah. uh, things that are more factual, right? Reference right. level, right. right? Reference level. That's a good way to put it. Okay. And like, uh, there's been some good things, even by some people who were, I would almost want to say, were more intellectually right, have said, yeah. well, it seems to work, right? It seems to right. come up with the same conclusions. Um, like a yeah, like it was a big deal when Jordan Peterson was talking about it because he was saying that it came up with a lot of the same conclusions that he did. Um, no. But this study showed that Chat GPT won't define a woman, praises Democrats when asked, and claims nukes are less dangerous than racism. What? Are you kidding me? 14 out of 15 different political orientation tests were yeah. diagnosed through chat GPT. Okay. And with a clear preference for left or even far left viewpoints. Really? Yep. So the study was done by, uh, well, actually the, the, uh, the breakdown we'll call it we'll call it the paper that was put out was put out on Substack. Uh, it was David Rosado. Okay. Um, and he he did a study on it. Um I could actually like if 
I know, I know some of these guys on here actually like stuff like that. I will go ahead and throw that in the chat. Okay. Um, kind of my AI news for today. And let's see if we can put that in there. So you guys could take a look at that. Uh, interesting. I know. Okay. What a surprise. Yeah. Like, so shocked. You can, you can hear it in my voice how shocked I am. You're absolutely just shocked. <laughs> Blown away. How could it be? Right. <laughs> I mean, so we, go ahead. We, we probably need to kind of start breaking through. I want to kind of get that. I, I was like, I'll get something out there before we start talking about this because I know this is going to probably create the bulk of what we talk about today. Um, yeah. So the last thing we reported officially on on the news show was uh, on Friday was that they had shot down a car sized UFO over Alaska. Um, that was the, the last. Yeah. So that's that's where we were on this show. That's where yeah. we left off, right? Right. Um, so basically, I kind of wanted to run through what has happened since Friday afternoon. A lot okay. has happened. And if you've been kind of tracking the news, you're probably a little confused on when and what was going on because right. it was to overlap i mean we're talking about there's like is there three is there four i mean where is it now is it montana is it michigan is it alaska where is it right. thought that we kind of walk through kind of those events and okay. kind of everybody a solid footing on what has been going on with the airspace above this country yeah so, balloon bonanza coined right. by mr wkop yancey here on the pulse <laughs> we're going to use balloon bonanza for the till this is over which i don't see okay go ahead and go with yours um uh go ahead and go with your uh with your timeline here yeah, so i was going to try to keep it as most factual reference based there's of course there's going to be people out there they're going to know a little bit uh more details on some of these factors but i wanted to really keep it as a timeline so people could get a picture of what's going on so after they shot down the car size UFO and right. about about the time that we went off the air on Friday, NORAD yep. had put out a statement that said that they were monitoring one or two potential spy balloons. Right. So after, so this is added to that, right? Um, and then, and I could, let's see if I could kind of go in, um, a little more detail military aircraft are currently operating from Alaska and Canada in support of North American aerospace defense command, NORAD activities. NORAD confirms that we have possibly identified a high altitude airborne object over Northern Canada. While we cannot discuss specifics related to these activities at this time, please note that NORAD conducts sustained dispense operations in the defense of North America through one or all three NORAD regions. NORAD is a United States and Canada bi-national organization charged with the missions of aerospace warning, aerospace control, and maritime warning for North America. So right after that update, there was another update from NORAD confirming that it is tracking an unidentified high altitude airborne object over Canada. So what, we've, what we have now 
is yeah. they shut the one down mid-afternoon on Friday. And so right. the later afternoon, they're now tracking one in Canada. So that's what was going on. And then about an hour after that, so we're about, uh, we'll just use Arizona, I guess, as a timestamp, three o'clock on Friday, Canada yeah. closed airspace over parts of the Yukon due to an active air defense operation that is currently was currently going on. Uh, yeah. Then right after that, minutes after that, 10 minutes after that, there was a, an announcement that the U.S. military shot down an unidentified object that violated Canadian airspace. Canadian and U.S. aircraft were scrambled and a U.S. F-22 successfully fired at the unknown object. The object was third known to have violated North American airspace in the past two weeks. So we're, we're going we're gonna to start counting them out, right? Right. We've got, we've got, um, we've got the, the, the North Carolina barbecue balloon. Right, right. right. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, yeah. let's rock and, and then we've got the North Alaska balloon. And now yeah. we got Yukon. Yukon. Right? right. Right. So so we got we got this three. Now I I'm I actually shouldn't have said balloon because we're gonna get into that. Okay. Obviously a balloon. The the North Carolina balloon, right? Yeah. Um the 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 thing in Alaska, the details are are that it's a silver cylinder, right? That's right. what all the officials have said. I've yeah. seen what are supposed to be pictures of it, and and I, I had told Brett, oh, I, it kind of looks like a soda can. It did, it did. Hey, Sean, welcome to the show. I mean, so, someone yeah. could have taken that picture. They could have like they could have dropped their like Bud Light can in in like a right. Right. kid pool and took a picture of it and blurried it up, and that's what it would look like. Yeah. So, um, so let's go to late Friday evening and I'm okay. going to send you a clip of okay. this one. So we're going to kind of start really breaking this down. How, how this all. There it is. The hot news clip. Okay. You there, you got a headline for it? Yeah, we can, I can go and announce it. So. Uh, this is a, a statement from the defense minister, Anita Anad, uh, where she says, down object had unlawfully entered Canadian airspace. Okay, here we go. I'm going ahead and play in that clip now. This was the first time that a NORAD operation has downed an aerial object. The object was flying at an altitude of approximately 40,000 feet had unlawfully entered Canadian airspace and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. The object was downed approximately 100 miles from the Canada-United States border over Canadian territory in central Yukon. Okay, there's your clip. What do you got, Scott? Um, Did I lose you? Not- there you go. Sorry, I got kind of a cough all of a sudden. Did you? Are you, you going to whine this morning? <laughs> Don't tease me right now. <laughs> I'm totally going to tease you. <laughs> I'm kind. I'm trying to concentrate. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. So so then after after that we have and that and that she made that statement about uh we'll say around six o'clock Friday. Right. Night. Yeah. Um then around the same time that she's making that statement, United States closes the airspace over north central Montana. Again. Mm-hmm states national defense airspace faa statements say faa closed some airspace in montana to support department of defense activities contact norad for additional information first update on that was object was detected over montana says representative rosendale his statement was airspace is closed due to an object that could interfere with commercial air traffic the DOD will resume efforts to observe and ground the object in the morning. Update number two, NORAD detected a radar anomaly and sent fighter aircraft to investigate. Those aircraft did not identify any object to correlate to the radar hits. NORAD will continue to monitor the situation. So we scrambled and they're saying that they didn't find anything, right? Right. Literally shooting one down in Canada and then yeah. immediately right at that point, we're scrambling jets and they're not seeing anything in Montana. Uh, sounds like something weird's going on. Crazy standing in line at the grocery store. Uh, crazy, grab me some Kit Kats while you're there, would you, dear? <laughs> Sorry, man. I just had an insatiable urge for a Kit Kat. Um, had nothing to do balloons uh let's see and yancy put out there i double dare china to start sending balloon animals you know we talked about that on the on the pulse chilling with the pulse we were talking about macy's day parade animals and balloons i you know what there's gonna be some crazy stuff coming out over this and the more that i see did you happen to see where um where uh, Chinese foreign minister spokesman Wang Wimben, good old Wang, uh, he did a press conference on uh, Saturday. Did you happen to see that? No, I didn't. I was just going to bring up what they were doing on Friday. So, Okay. Um, uh, go ahead. Uh, I'll let you finish up, then I can go ahead with this one and, and put that information out. Um, they're, they're speaking all over in the Asian countries right now, right? And they're throwing, they're flinging poo. I mean, it's just basically simple. They're 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 just flinging poo as much as they can because they got caught right now. Um, go ahead, Scott. I'm sorry to interrupt. So one of the things that was going on on Friday is one of the state-sponsored media in China. They did a a mock-up of the capability the american military okay they did and i wish i could find a clip of this but it's probably censored and and, you know who knows how if it's gotten out or anything but basically what what they're doing is they're showing these expensive jets right right shooting at balloons exactly as as the media is laughing their media over they think it's the funniest thing that we're we have these, you know, multi million dollar jets that 
are basically their purposes is to chase balloons around. Um, <laughs> like, when you send someone up there with a wrist rocket and down one, <laughs> you know, what was the cost mean, of the missiles that they were launching? Eight mil. Oh, I have, I have, I have no idea what those I think are. I don't think of like eight million a pop or something like I that. I mean, I, 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 someone told me one, well, one time that like scrambling a jet fifty miles costs more than the ammunition, in fuel. Yeah. So there's that. Um. So basically, they've gone. China has gone from kind of being threatening to being just laughing at us. They're just absolutely laughing at us. Um, here's another headline that was came out on Friday night uh, where it just talks about that, um, that they find Chinese media mocks Biden, calls him hysterical and calls him a juvenile. So <laughs> here we go again, right? There's comments out there right now. Uh, it's just uh, Yancey just put out there. We should send the Goodyear blimp over there, blaring Freebird. <laughs> to something experiencing. What's so, that? You cut out. I'm gonna get to something that they're experiencing. So okay. Um. So also, this is still Friday night. Uh, this is about. Uh, between 7 and 8 o'clock last, uh, on Friday night, NORAD detected a radar anomaly over Montana and sent fighter jets to investigate. Those aircraft did not identify any object. So this is just the same update from, from before. So yeah. when the original update, let's go back to that. So kind of you could kind of see a timeline. Um, yeah. So 6 o'clock Friday yeah. night. Okay announced that they did not see anything about 7.30. So hour and a half later, they had decided that there was nothing there. Yeah. So, um, but here's where I was getting into. So this is reported early uh, Saturday morning. Okay. And from China, um, local maritime authorities in East China's Shandong province announced on Sunday that they have spotted an unidentified flying object in waters near the coastal city of Rizal in the province and were preparing to shoot it down, reminding fishermen to be safe. So that came across as unidentified flying object detected in Rizal in China, according to Chinese state media, Global Times citing local maritime authorities. So... That's kind of where I was going to get to. Now, all of a sudden, China's reporting unidentified objects. And this is as of Saturday morning. Right. So. Well, there, and that's what came out on, on, uh, on Saturday. Okay. More, that Chinese Saturday. Form. Yeah. That was initially a report about four o'clock in the morning, my time on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and that's where I was going to get into now that we're in sign. And uh, he came out, uh, that foreign ministry spokesman, the Chinese foreign ministry spokesman came out and he said that China claimed Monday uh, that the United States flew spy balloons into Chinese airspace more than 10 times since January of 2022 without Beijing's permissions. 
accusations that further ratcheted up tensions between the two countries amid mutual allegations of surveillance. Wait a sec. Mutual allegations of surveillance. I didn't see anything on that. Did you? No, no, just just uh, just the reports from their state media, which is. Yeah, let's let's, let's say it. sometimes you can. If if it's like if it's an obvious report, you could probably trust their state media, but yeah. sometimes their state media is just going to be directly biased. So. Right. Right. OK. So the so also so we're still in Saturday morning, we're moving into Saturday afternoon, which is funny because this is around the time that that we were we were on doing a live and we were kind of looking at some of these updates here. So yeah. I wanted to go through what what did we see on Saturday? So about Saturday afternoon, uh, the United States closed the airspace over parts of Lake Michigan, NOTAM State's National Defense Airspace. Update is NOTAM over Lake Michigan has been called off. So that that's that's how that happened. It was immediately called off once it was right. started. But we'll get to how weird this is as we kind of lay out the news. Uh, <laughs> about, Here we go. Exactly the same time, uh, uh, the Uruguayan... Uruguayan Air Force said they were investigating a sighting of flashing lights in the sky over Termas de la Miron. So this is interesting because this is what they were saying was being reported in Hawaii. Did right. You remember that story? I um, do. So a I week do. ago, there was uh, objects in the sky over Hawaii that were flashing green lights. Yeah, and they have it on video. You could go look it up. It looks like uh, it looks like an oscilloscope in the sky. Yeah, um, like it's like laser patterns, right? Like what right. you would see. Like grid. Yeah, you know, yeah, like you know, like you're you're going to your local rave, you know. Right. Yeah, it's uh, grid. That's exactly what I don't it was. Think they were planning um, a, a a party, so. I might want to kind of Skynet <laughs> Skynet. Yeah. I, why yeah, not? Exactly. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and continue on Saturday and then we're going to kind of bumble back through some of the world. Also, what else is going on in the world besides all of this, you know, soda cans and balloons floating in the sky. Um, right. We have so much to cover with this, but <laughs> so this also, so we're still on Saturday afternoon. That's when uh, Canada closed airspace near Tobermory in Ontario, NOTAM State's active air defense operation. So area is close to Michigan, right? Right. So we close off the airspace over Lake Michigan, right? And then we reopened it up and then canada like we almost like we someone called canada and said hey can you close your airspace because the object has now entered your area right right so that's kind of what happened so now we're getting into the later afternoon now the u.s department of state 
Um, oh no, sorry, sorry, wrong, wrong one. So now I got a clip. Um, this is about two o'clock after Canada. So about two hours, about an hour, two hours after Canada closed their airspace. So I'm going to send you this clip. Okay. Yep, there's that magic sound. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and listen. Do you have a headline for it? Yeah, so uh, U.S. military shot down an unidentified flying object over Lake Huron moments ago. The F-16 fighter jet downed the octagon-shaped object over Lake Huron at an altitude of 20,000 feet. This, is, this was a, initially reported by the Wall Street Journal. Okay, here we go. Let me go ahead and play that clip here. Enjoy. It's only about a minute long here a lot of questions about this object. This is just really developing in the last couple of minutes or so. And it comes, remember, as they were exploring potentially another object that Raiders got a hit on over Montana overnight, one that Senator John Tester, the Democrat from Montana, just today said they were still investigating. It's not clear whether this is the same object that perhaps moved across to the Michigan lakes, uh, or if this is another object, this would mean it's the fourth one that the U.S. has shot down since about a week ago when they first shot down the Chinese surveillance balloon. And there really are more questions here than answers. Courtney Cuby and I are able to report that this object was shot down and that there does not appear to be collateral damage and that they do expect to recover this object, whatever it was, because again, this is different from perhaps the first three that we saw. Chuck Schumer today, the Senate Majority Leader, saying uh, that he received a brief from Jake Sullivan over who said that these are all different objects than the first one, that Chinese surveillance balloon that spanned the size of two to three uh, buses big. These are all appearing different in shape and size. We don't know if this is has anything to do with the Chinese government or whether it is something else. So just a lot of things that we still don't know yet, but it's very clear that U.S. officials uh, in de defense and intelligence are zeroing in on these objects and trying to detect them at a much quicker pace. So that's all we know right now. We'll bring you more as we have it. Okay, there's your clip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Coming out, there's some chat going on out there, Scott. Wow, balloons and cylinders and now octagons. Um, <laughs> we got all sorts of sky junk out there. Um, now, we haven't seen any pictures of any of this stuff other than the, the flying soda can, right? I, I have. I've, I've seen... I've seen those. Yeah. Okay. What they're saying are pictures of uh, the uh, cylinder over Canada. Okay. You, yeah. That's the one that I've, that I've seen. And those aren't, uh, those have not been confirmed either. No, we're so, still thinking the giant PBR can flying over. Yeah. That's what, that's what they're saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we PBR can flying over. <laughs> so you could you could hear this type of reporting. I mean, that reporter that you heard, she works for the uh, MSNBC, right? Right, right. So um, you could hear her uncertainty about what's going on, that she's almost like how I am right now. We're just kind of like mumbling through a lot of facts that you can't really get straight, right? Right. And so about an hour later, so this is still in the late afternoon on on Saturday, uh, the Biden administration officially said that they have they've had to issue private assurances that there is no evidence 
that the objects involved are extraterrestrial in activity. <sighs> so this is <laughs> weird, right? And, and right, I right. want to <laughs> just keep the facts here on how this is playing out. So uh, an hour later, after the uh, Biden administration assures us that we don't have an alien invasion going on. Right. Uh, this, (laughs) right? Yeah. The ESA, which is, uh, is a space observation program, right? Okay. Yeah. Heard that a small meteorite is going to enter into the atmosphere and possibly have a land actually land in northern france now here's the thing i didn't hear anything else about this okay about the landing i mean obviously maybe it just burned up you're talking about the european space agency right yeah that's the one okay yeah Yeah, and they're just basic european space agencies just fairly a monitoring service at this point they do all the operations but um it's just like there's all kinds of stuff going on you know yeah. and as i say people who are into conspiracy theories they can take a break from the tinfoil hat and just watch the <laughs> <laughs> like like really yeah <laughs> i mean it is just oh, we got meteors hitting the earth we have earthquakes right. we've we've got <laughs> in the sky yeah um, so i want to continue down and then we're going to skip back through and we're going to kind of go through some of the other news but i do continue we'll just keep the same subject matter for now get all of this out there um so now we're in to saturday saturday night saturday night the pentagon makes a statement the pentagon does know what to what keeps these objects afloat systems we're calling them objects not balloons for a reason says u.s air force general glenn van herrick herk sorry van herk van herk yeah herk says that he hasn't ruled out anything yet when asked whether he rules out extraterrestrial origin <laughs> we got aliens flying balloons now. An unnamed U.S. defense official has told Reuters that there is no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity in recent takedowns of the aerial objects. Yeah, there's 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 stuff out there. Um, dude, Sean said he put on a two-hour show covering the topic from UFO perspective. Uh, said it was actually pretty hot. We've actually thrown something out like that once before. Rocky put out there, it's all experimental aircraft. And uh, we got more comments out there. Well, they didn't even know if it was a plane on 911 at the Pentagon. I mean, so now they're sidetracking stuff, right, Scott? They're now they're they're putting in the the issue of well it could be alien spacecraft. How many aliens do you know that fly? They're not air- they're not saying that. No, they're giving a uh, an idea towards it just to kind of sidetrack things and and tear things in different directions as they usually right. do. We've yeah. got 
it, we've got our military saying it could be. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, we've got the White House saying that it's not. So, yeah. so now we're in, now we're into um, Sunday here. Okay. NORAD puts out a statement that they will be doing an air defense exercise over Washington, D.C. on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then so now, now we're kind of getting up to date. This is where we're kind of a little bit up to date. Um, so this just came out at 9 o'clock this morning, and I think... Um, okay, th- this is, then I'm going to, actually, I can send this to you. So we have a couple clips from today. Okay. We're okay. already getting fed in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I'll go ahead and send this one to you. Send me the first one. I'll send you both. How about that? Okay. Send me both. There's round two. Ding, ding. <laughs> All right. The White House lies and never tells the truth. We got plenty of comments on this. I think we're going to have a pretty uh pretty hot open topic after uh after we roll through this stuff and get the lines open here. Okay, which one do you want me to shoot out first? You want me to uh you got a headline for it and I can yeah, just Yeah, the go first it. one. So the United States Air Force CENTCOM commander um yeah. he uh speaking on the Chinese balloons. The level of concern that I have about them is extremely low. Not something I lose sleep at night over. Okay. Here goes that clip. Let me go ahead and play that for you. It's about a minute long. Yeah, just to the, to the first question. Uh, even though we have seen high-altitude balloons in the, in the region before, they have not been a threat. They have not been something of concern for us. And I would, I would not even characterize them necessarily as uh, some particular type of balloon. They, you know, we, the, the level, of, um, uh, uh, level of concern that I have about, about them is, is extremely low. You know, they so are not your I priority under, I understand why people are asking the question in the current context, but uh, it's not something that I lose sleep at night uh, over uh, whatsoever. Having said that, there are a lot of uh, applications for high altitude, you know, stratospheric uh, le- level uh, level platforms, whether those balloon or balloons or other, you know, uh, big wing things that uh, that uh, you know, unmanned platforms that might have long endurance operating up there. And it's really about persistence. It's about being able to uh, to maintain um, uh, your eye on a particular area of the planet for for a while. Uh, so that that is obviously something that would be of interest to us uh, in the U.S. Air Force and in AFSEN, uh, being able to fill some of those sensor gaps that we have, uh, whether that's sensing things that are on the ground or sensing things that are in the air. Definitely interested in those technologies. Okay, there's your first one, Scott, going through there. Uh, yeah, as he said, big winged things. They're they're putting it out there like like this shouldn't be a concern at all of of these balloons flying over. We don't even know what kind of cargo they're carrying at this point. You know, they're saying electronic equipment, scanning equipment, that sort of thing. But who else knows what else they could be dropping over our heads? You know, if they wanted to, if they had the ability to load that up, load these balloons up, you know, with their cargo, 
along with their electronic and scanning equipment that's zapping stuff back across the world about everything that we're doing here. Um, who's to say that they're not carrying something that could be dropped over the U.S. soil or Canadian soil or the Aleutians or Alaska or anything else, you know? I mean, here we are, um, you know, uh, there's 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 uh, stuff out there in the chat right now. You know, what if they are you what happens if they malfunction? Right. There's a big one right there. Um, we got. I mean, <laughs> and Susie put out there, we're just guinea pigs for their toys right now. Uh they could exactly Sean put out there. They could carpet bomb us with a bio women, uh, bio weapon. Um, I love they, bio. you like bio women. <laughs> you, you're getting, you're I thought getting, you said lemons, bio lemons, bio lemons. <laughs> Is that a yeah. bio lemon? That's a bio lemon. Yeah. I know you and your white claw. You know, I mean, we're not even going to go there. Uh, Daddy Hawk. That's not, that's not me. (laughs) You hard seltzer person. You even know, I I hear people talk about, I don't even know what the cans look like to be. You don't No. Are they white? Possibly. I haven't even looked at one. Um, There's also comments out there. Correct. They should have been shot down instantly. They shouldn't have even had a chance to fly over our soil or you know um they should have been shut down immediately and not wait and see what happens there's another comment out there um and for this guy to say i'm not losing any sleep over it i mean come on man oh wow i almost sounded like biden there for a minute i'm not even trying to go there Uh, no no he he said something very specific i don't i don't i don't know if you heard exactly what he said let's let's go ahead losing sleep over chinese balloons right right period yeah period so he didn't say unidentified objects that were seen like cylinders and octagons and whatever he's right. saying i'm not losing sleep over chinese balloons yeah so you why don't we move to that next clip from Strawberry short flake, uh, the the press like- over. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> yeah, wordplay, sneaky wordplay. That's that's a good way to. Put- okay, you got a uh, you got a headline for this, or you just uh, want me? To- it's oh. just a white the White House's stand right now is there's no indication of ETs over the United States. Okay, here's that clip. Let me go ahead and play it for you now. Here we go. One last thing before I turn it over to the Admiral, I just wanted to make sure we address this from the White House. I know there have been questions and, and concerns about this, but there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Again, there is no indication of aliens or terrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Wanted to make sure that the American people knew that, all of you knew that. Uh, it was important for us to say that from here because we've been hearing a lot about it. Um, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm just, you know, I loved E.T., the movie, but I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. Wow. Okay, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Take 
<laughs> sounds like a PG thirteen like alien invasion movie clip, right? Right, right. I mean, <laughs> here we go. That's our that's our White House coming out. You know, yeah, that's that's the I, official from the White House. That's the official. Yeah, we're not saying there's aliens. You know, we're it's not Independence Day. Um, <laughs> we're gonna. I got. Uh, Wow. All we needed was a Jen Psaki comment in that saying we're going to circle back to it. And we would have had the whole package right there. You know, I mean, (laughs) Rocky put out there, I stand by my UAV malfunction comment. Absolutely. Uh, Scott, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't want to. So there is an interesting comment when we we had our, our weekend chatting show. Yeah a comment from a pod beaner that is named uh seeker and yeah. he said he was like okay well maybe they're testing beijing um beijing is testing us for reasons of invading taiwan that's one reason and then he had a couple other reasons which both basically were like this is a smoke screen to cover yeah. up what else is going on yeah uh, and a lot of there's a things that you could throw in there you could throw classified documents this or that so i think it would be wrong of me because that is really what the bulk of the news is right now it'd be wrong of me not to share what is going on outside of this and not to be just pigeonholed into balloon bonanza right happening right now that are insane um uh for for one thing uh we've been trying to cover a lot of the news that comes out of the middle east yeah Uh, it's there's a lot to bring up we have brought up news about uh the uh earthquake um support sending supplies sending uh men who's doing it um we we had uh, made and it was a it was a Friday or Thursday last week. We we even talked about how Iran and Israel had cargo planes parked next to each other in Turkey. Right, right. right. Um, and so I want to cover a big story that's coming out of Israel, just okay. in America, where the Democrats and the Republicans are in sort of uh, this confrontation the new leadership of bringing Netanyahu in and the old uh, government that is now, the old leadership that is now uh, going out, that is phased out, is they are at a boiling point. And I believe this is the one that's translated into English. I'm going to send this to you. But this okay. announcement was made on Saturday in, in Israel. Okay. Uh, and it's yeah, so this is uh, I believe the uh the uh the president of like their congress, not the prime minister. Um so I will go ahead and send this to you and we can kind of listen in and kind of hear how high the tensions are in Israel. Okay. Here we go. I got that clip. Uh you got a headline for it or you just want me to let it roll? Israel is on the verge of an explosion. President Herzog, we are on the brink of a constitutional collapse and of a domestic violent confrontation. 
Okay. Here you remember, we go. They've had all this terrorism that's been going on. There's been last week alone, there was yeah. three terrorist attacks in in Israel, and it just continues. Some of them even happen within the same day. So we're we're just kind of monitoring what the situation is. This isn't a a ploy to get anyone on anyone's side. Just monitoring what they are saying, but it's tearing their government apart. Okay, here we go. Herzog speaks amid uh, deep divide over judicial reforms. Here's that clip. We're not in a political division. We are in the midst of a crisis. And therefore, as Israeli presidents have done before in such extreme cases, I refuse to stand aside. I hear and see the protests all over the country. Wide audience of patriots who are fulfilling their rights of protest and are committed to the destiny of the people. We all feel that we are a moment before a collusion, and even a violent collusion, that we're on the verge of an explosion. I wish, I beg of each and every one of you, my brothers and sisters, the threats from outside are great enough. Any sort of violence and violence against those who are elected is a red line that we must not cross in the choice between breaking apart and joining together. We choose joining together okay there's that clip there crying for peace right right so it's it's really what rocky said there uh it seems like this type of discontent yeah is contagious right right everywhere we see it in every country period People are just not happy, and it's causing these governments to not be very liked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> plain and simple. I mean, it's it's coming into that everywhere. You know, we're we're seeing it. We, I mean, there is no peace between government anywhere, and I'm not just talking between you know like. Republicans and Democrats or this or that it's turned into such a shit show that nothing that is coming out is showing any promise of any good to bring in unity back to the people. And, you know, now we got balloon, you know, bonanza going on. We got this, we got that. Every time we turn around, we're finding something else to try and tear our countries apart. Right. So, Another thing that we have that's going on is the same thing in our country. Um, So the U.S. State Department, it's been found out that they have been funding a disinformation tracking group that blacklists conservative media. So we're now paying with our tax dollars for the State Department to fund groups that censor people who are part of conservative media Mm. and came out on Saturday. So this is an under, this is the cover up 
of balloon bonanza. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. So that's why I want to mention some of these headlines because this is a story that will will keep going. We'll keep tracking the governments have having the separation, right? All, right. all of the separation and these clashes within people within these countries. In our own country, our own government is funding an opposition, a political opposition. And that's how these things start. I, you know, this is how, um, you know, one party governors, governments exist. This is how China exists. Is they yeah. do, this. sounds like I'm reading, like it would, it would not shock anybody. And I'm afraid it's not shocking enough people right now. But if I change this up to say the, the People's Republic of China has been funding a disinformation tracking group that is blacklisting a, a political party within the country, everyone would go, and so? Yeah, exactly. They do that all the time. It's happening here. The same, the same thing. So I will kind of continue here, and let's just kind of go through, and, um, and we've got to talk about this. Um, more and more is coming out. Um, it's about this 50 train car derailment that right. happened in Ohio. Um, yeah. Palestine. Let, uh, area. I want to, I know we wanted to dig in deep on this. I, I broke it about a week ago, brought it out there. Um, and, uh, you ready for now, a yeah, let's uh let's go ahead and take a, a quick song break here. I'm gonna grab some more coffee. Uh, I know this is gonna bring up a lot of stuff and a lot of things to talk about when we open the lines here. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick music break here, and uh, then we're gonna move on to this story because a lot has broken um, out on this story and it's not out in the media. So uh, let's just go ahead and take a quick music break here and. Uh, We'll uh, be be right back. Let's uh, it's about a two minute two minute break here. Let's go ahead and do that now. I'm gonna go ahead and play a tune. Here we go. Give it, give 
Wow, we're back here. <laughs> My board's got a mind of its own this morning, Scott. Um, <laughs> I had another song queued up, and it just decided to... Ah, well, I guess we got a little Rolling Stones out there this morning. <laughs> you back with me? Or are you still out chasing coffee? He's probably still out chasing coffee. I know he's hearing. There you are. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. You there? Okay. All right. Also, uh, want to thank those for uh, those that are joining the show here at the Pulse. Uh, you're listening to the Pulse headline news uh, happening Monday through Friday. 10 a.m. Alaska time, 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, along with that, we do have our variety show Wednesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Alaska time, 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Join us on that. That's our show that goes off the rails. Um, also, make sure you hit that follow button out there. That way you uh, get notifications on when we go live. Um, and uh, we did have a little chat session over the weekend. We fired up a show. And it was, <laughs> dude, I can't believe how long that show went. On on Saturday, when we put it out there, we did uh, Chilling with the Pulse, and it actually went three sessions, um, about five and a half hours of showtime out there. Pretty cool. It was pretty awesome. Go ahead, Scott. I had to wear a diaper. <laughs> you had to wear a diaper. <laughs> we did take a couple of music I was wearing breaks. a diaper the whole time. <laughs> pretty incredible all the people that in, uh that uh entered the room we had a full house uh during the uh chat session i may i'll throw those out there every now and then uh be on the lookout for chilling with the pulse and uh just kind of talk and play a little music and uh have some banter going back and forth also those in the room right now daddy hoff thank you for joining Susie, our executive producer dude sean rocky out there my brother and sister out Mexico, WKOP's Yancey out there, uh, and all those listening right now. Uh, thank you for being a part of the Pulse family out here. All righty here. Yeah, and a nip bottle. There you go, Scott. <laughs> I think we were all having cocktails. It was cocktail 30, wasn't it? It absolutely was. I know it was. All right. You ready to get on the air here? You ready to, to load us up with what's going on? Uh, this we is a... Go ahead. To bring people in. I've got more stories to cover, but if you want, you can throw out the invites and we can. Uh, we can talk on the way out. Okay. On the way through our, uh, our stories here. Here's some input on this and then we can move on to people's thoughts about, you know, what's going on with the moon bonanza. But I, I do want to cover a couple more stories that I think are really getting pushed underneath. So, yeah, matter of fact, it's not even out there. Um, none of the big major news media is picking up. They picked it up as just a quick little thing of a derailment. I know that's where you're going with this. Uh, I'll go ahead and open the lines here. Let me go ahead and open the lines. Do, 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 do. Okay, lines here are now open on the pulse. Uh, let's see here. We got the first one coming in right now. Of course it's me right wouldn't be right without your music though right <laughs> i know you call in just to hear your intro uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone uh let's welcome rocky to the panel here <laughs> all right we got rocky in the house also uh let's see here we got the dude sean 
coming in. Let's see here. I got him moving. Do, 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 do. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Scott. Absolutely, Sean. Welcome to the show. I got to get you an intro, man. I'll, I'll work on you an intro here, and uh, we'll get you covered. We got, uh, all righty, lines are open here. Um, Sean, if you, uh, let's see here. Actually, uh, let's see. Oh, we got one more here. Let's do this one. If I get an intro, that's status. Thank you. Dude, man, I'm going to get you an intro. We got WKOP's Yancey on there. Mr. Holiday Road himself out there in Kansas. (laughs) What's up, baby? I love (laughs) <laughs> there you go yancey sing it baby hey man especially fitting this week because i'm on vacation are you oh man how cool is that <laughs> all righty scott the floor is yours uh we are muted down out there so let's go ahead and talk about this story um yeah so the story is is thousands of gallons of carcinogenic vinyl cl- has spilled and burned in ohio from a 50 50 train car derailment Um, residents wonder whether it's safe to return after the toxic train derailment this story and the what's being reported by actual people is horrific you've got streams and rivers filled with dead fish you've got people's chickens and cows dying you've got a cloud that in some places is over a hundred miles away and so not and not to overestimate that within a mile it's there's just like this cloud just over where it happened those clouds are spread out over 10 miles and are even always spreading up to a hundred miles away yeah are getting sick um i i'm trying to find there's this engineer yeah that's talking about what's going yeah. on and it's let me see if i can send this to you and see if you'll be able to play it. it's um okay. unfortunately it's not my normal way of sending something to you now, for those that didn't know, we broke this out on, I believe it was the 3rd or the 4th. I'm pulling up information on it right now. Uh, the train derailment happened on February 3rd. Uh, freight train carrying hazardous chemicals, including vinyl chloride, derailed and exploded in the town of East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, so that is the that is the, the news that we are talking about right now. And this is, uh, it's gotten pretty pretty bad out there and basically it's been it has not been sitting uh in the media at all and uh okay let me take a look at this scott it looks like you just go yeah and i also want to also um there's news this morning about it the the big news this morning on it is that a federal lawsuit has been launched in the wake of the fury derailment of a train carrying toxic chemicals along the Ohio-Pennsylvania line last week. Toxic Ohio train derailment sparks federal loss, and they are calling for health tests on all of the residents, all of the animals, everything. Uh, I mean, there was somebody that was literally saying it was like a micro and we're all talking about balloons, and we've got a region of our country 
that basically got had a chemical attack. Yeah. So, yeah. So the clip that I have found, there's not really much to, if it plays, if everything plays. It looks like I can get it to play. Yeah. it, it, It seems like this is an engineer talking about what, um, what this chemical is. Okay. You just have a better understanding of what actually this uh, vinyl chloride, what it does, what happens when it's on fire, which is what they did. They just yeah. love they, they're like, oh, man, we're so lucky it didn't explode because it's on fire. Yeah. It did the cloud. So I'll let this guy, if, it, if the clip works, so we'll let this guy explain. Yes. I actually have the clip up right now, and I'm going to go ahead and play that clip now. Here we go. This hasn't been getting a lot of coverage, and the coverage that it has been getting hasn't been very good. So let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine is about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town, and this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. Of the cars that crashed, five of them contained vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. Some of the reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now, the reason that this distinction is really important is chloride is very hazardous and very flammable. Polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in like everything. The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at eight degrees Fahrenheit, so it's shipped in its liquid form. Meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking, but they were spewing boiling gas. So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight hour shift as a one PPM part per million average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey, where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now, this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars, There's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere. And that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school, I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating. And organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports available to the public. I think as a designer, it's really good to learn about mistakes. When looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across time, there are a couple things that are pretty universal across all of them. One, the responsible party in this case, Norfolk Southern Railway, always plays down the reality of the situation. Politicians also just repeat the same lines, and then news outlets just repeat the same. So all we're hearing is the responsible party's word. Wow, there you go. 
uh, 3.7 million views on that right now. That's, uh, it's shocking. Uh, got, uh, comments out there killing off vegetation. Scott, you got more on this. I know you do. So I'll, I'll let you go ahead and, uh, get with that here. Go ahead. Uh, I thought we'd, we'd stop there. Um, we, the, the big thing is, is that we're covering it, right? Right. We're going to, we're going to continue to cover this. This is, there is, there is proof that at least one journalist from a major news organization has been arrested for reporting basically what was lined up as the kill off. Right. Yeah. Uh, He was reporting uh, that chicken farms in the area, just all their chickens are dead. Uh, He was reporting that the streams and rivers that run through that region, all the fish have died. Um, He was going to report that when they turn on their faucet, they don't get water. They get acid gas filling up their house instantly. Mm. Um, And there's also, which you heard, oh, we can't get anyone to leave. The people don't even want to go back. So what are you what are you talking about when you're putting out major reports that the people don't even want to leave their their house when the opposite is literally happening? They're like telling you they can't go back to their house because it's like a fallout. Like this is going to be a, a super fun site, like the nothing in my mind um, yeah. has has changed it. But, yeah, I think basically I think that's what all the information we're going to put out for today. Uh, we're going to obviously cover this story. Um, it needs to be covered. Um, and you know, they could have sent the Rihanna dancers from the Super Bowl halftime show oh, yeah. to handle the situation since they were all dressed up like hazmat, you know, that was the worst thing I could have ever, yeah. that was the, that halftime show. Yeah. I mean, I waited. Uh, I granted uh, the game was incredible. I'm not going to steer on this. We'll talk about the game in the comments here in a little bit. But let's I just talk. Want, about- I just wanted to, to to throw out a juror on that. Reason, yeah. There's reasons why I don't get too excited over that. Um, yeah. I have one more little statement I wanted to throw out there that I found interesting that was reported this morning. Okay. Um, shamanism, like the religion of shamans right yeah. right so i guess that would just be tree hugger or like uh, um, um, c- um celtic peace. magic or whatever right self spellbinder yeah that that sort of stuff. okay is now britain's fastest growing religion and it is growing based on the fear and anxiety of climate change that is what I knew this was going to go there. I, I've been telling people that climate change, people who are like doomsday climate change people, are, yeah. are, they're the equivalent of, uh, you know, uh, a corner store preacher, soapbox preacher standing on a corner. Oh, Scott, repent now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So flute that's, lady. I, I, yeah, flute, flute lady, you know, the, you know, flute ladies doing your hymns for the day. Um, That's all for another yeah, show. I, I just kind of just wanted to cover that because yes, yes, this world 
loves clowns. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Snake oil salesman there. But, but that's all I got. I, I wanted to, I mean, we always have a, a rough Monday show. We've got so much stuff to cover. I also want to get the point of views out there. I want to kind of tailor it for the rest of the week. So we have easy updates for the rest of the week. We can follow those stories that everybody's liking. And I just don't want things to get lost. So um, right. yeah, sorry if I was a little more long-winded than normal today. No, it's but, absolutely. Or yeah, uh, everyone else's. I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna take the seat back and enjoy. Enjoy you guys. some. All right, Rock. Yeah. Hey, Brett. Yeah. Yeah, something that people don't realize. I I had to study decontamination, the part of NBC, nuclear, biological, and chemical. And what they have to do is literally go in there and scrape up about three foot of dirt and then all the houses down, cut all the trees down and dispose all the dead animals, everything in something that will contain it, which is another plastic line cylindrical coffin. And yeah. this goes, if this gets to the wood line in Pennsylvania, it's going to destroy their logging industry because those that that acid rain will literally kill the trees yeah you know, just like they said a while back you know back in the 80s yeah acid rain is hitting top of these trees and stuff and that might have been true but when it gets doused by the rain especially this time of year where sometimes they get snow sometimes they get rain you know it's going to kill the trees off and and uh it's killing all the animals i mean they're going to be picking up birds like crazy forever and mice right. and all everything that crawls on the ground is going to die plus it, it gets into the water system then you have like we have here from the dagon uranium mines you can't use the groundwater it's radioactive but in their turn it'll be acidically based toxic water you won't be able to use for nothing that spreads for miles and miles absolutely now for those that are wondering where palestine ohio is um it's only about an hour away uh northwest of dayton um for those in the technological world uh scott you can back me up on this dayton ohio has some very important stuff that's happened over the years there that has been created there there's bunkers there there's that sort of thing um yeah, so no, you can you can go ahead and just say what it is uh that corridor that's south of phoenix or phoenix cleveland why did i say phoenix um but that corridor that is south of cleveland so yeah. the uh cuyahoga valley right yeah right is is where all of the technical aspects of bank structure is correct so from yeah. building the networks to testing how the functionality of how all of the banks in the in the world it is actually probably the number one state when it comes to bank technology and bank operation on how things get done there and you go that's all just right there also they make uh hoover vacuums is there and um timpkin bearings and also the the football hall of fame and if you're wondering why i know all this i've spent so much time so in, much that. Time in dayton <laughs> you and i both man not, well not not dayton not dayton well dayton. but yeah i mean but, but we know dayton yeah. very well 
we know what's there. We know what's you know happening. Well, you're there. you're on the you're on the opposite side of the state here. Yeah. So yeah. from from Dayton, Dayton's on the east, and and uh, this area is more uh, on the, or sorry, on the west. Dayton's on the west, Ohio, right. West Ohio. This is East Ohio, right? right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so was, this is Amish that. country. A lot of Amish country through there. Yeah. You think about it. It's only it's it's basically forty five miles Palestine to Dayton. Okay. It's only 45 miles from Dayton, Ohio. Now, depending on which way the wind's blowing, um, this toxic cloud is just going to start moving. Um, yeah. It's not going to dissipate anytime soon. Um, I'm feeling for these people. And the problem is, is that this is already getting a shutdown here in the U.S. because they're not able to report it. Um I'm sure we're going to start to get little squeaks here and there about what's going on. We're going to start seeing videos. We're going to start hearing from more people that are from that town. But this is where we're at right now. Um, This is the kind of things that are happening in our media control in the U.S. right now. I mean, we're we're playing the shell game again. We talked about this the other day. where things are getting shelled, covered up, and why? You know, I mean, but yet we're we're falling around balloon palooza, which is important as it will, you know. But now we're going from balloons to cylinders to octagons to, you know, what's going to be next on this one? You know, I bet the people there would have liked to had the balloons instead of a Dagon tankers blowing up. Right, right. I mean, this is a, this is a, a heavy thing that's happening there, is. you know, on our own soil right it's now. A, and it's all the way America. That's yeah. their end goal. If America falls, the rest of the world will soon follow because they all look at us for freedoms. Right. Well, I got to say, we're, we're still a freedom country to an, you know, to a point right now. To a point. <laughs> it, it's starting yeah. to get a little harder and a little harder. Uh, I got the panel open here. I have Rocky on with us. I got the dude, Sean, and WKOP Nancy on the air. Uh, lines are open here. You're welcome to call in and make any comments. Um, Yancey, I don't know if you're driving or if you're available to comment at all, but we all like to hear what you have to say about things. It, uh makes me smile <laughs> well i i think the most alarming thing here is the silencing of media reporting on this that a, a reporter was actually arrested and i'm sure they'll chalk up some some charges on you know some kind of reckless reporting or disinformation thing or or something like that um over right. this reporter but that's um everybody's freaking out over the Chinese and how they treat, you know, they've got a state run media and how they treat their uh, reporting and whatnot there. And everybody points to Russia and how these, how these countries treat their, their media, like you will carry the water for us. But when something like this happens here, we don't seem to be as alarmed. It doesn't take very much or very long for these, these voices to be silenced, especially in a day and age right now where you're hearing the terms, misinformation and disinformation and you know you you hear calls from politicians saying we have to shut down all of this disinformation that's coming out this seems to be a real good case for uh maybe waking up and realizing that 
if they can silence somebody in the media, it doesn't take very much for them to silence just some little peon, right? Right, right. In I some, mean, in I, some countries, they shoot the reporters that don't go with them. They just, they just say they were resisting arrest and they tried to hit me with the camera, and right. they shoot them. Okay, yeah. that's the way a lot of places are, but here in the United States, it's a little less. But all the mainstream media's are paid off to report in unison what's going on to a certain retrospect that's already been typed out. And all they have to do is hand it to the reporters to read. Well, you've seen videos of that. You've seen literally compilations of reporters from (laughs) every different state, you know, reading from the same script and it's all stitched together. Word for word. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it, it is too. Yancey, did you even, uh, I'm going to hit each one of you here on the panel. Yancey, did you even know how in-depth this uh, this uh, train derailment was up until right now? Uh, no, I had seen it um, on the blaze uh, when it you know, first happened and whatnot. I, I know that, um, I think it was, uh, it was either Scott or Rocky that were talking about how they have to uh, dig up the topsoil, dispose of all the trees and everything. We had a flood here a few years ago, and the refinery that's here had leaked, you know, a couple millions of gallons of crude into the floodwaters. And yeah. it was a giant EPA cleanup, you know, so they had to come in, scrape the topsoil and whatnot, um, cover it with plastic, bury it in mounds. You know, and then they'll have to, you know, because of erosion, they'll have to cover those mounds for eternity, right? But I can only imagine when it comes to something like um, this, what is, what is it, vinyl, uh, what, what was the term? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the byproducts that come from it. I mean, the the immediate effects that they're seeing right now are just the tip of the iceberg. This is going to be a thing forever now for those poor people. It is. And that's what I was talking about, like... Uh, Yancey, I know you stay up on the news pretty heavily and, you know, for it not to be out there. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people that haven't even heard about what's going on other than me breaking just the derailment, you know, like a week ago, no one's gotten in depth because there's no one putting it out there as what kind of disaster well, is happening. And what's, what's crazy about that is how big of a deal the EPA makes about things, right? And how the EPA right. likes to carry the water of every single thing out there that they think will infect, you know, affect the environment. Well, when it comes to something like this, what what's the deal, right? Why aren't they reporting on something like this? Why isn't the EPA on every single news outlet and every single, you know, place to get the word out? And it just, um, there, are, uh, there are forces afoot, it seems like. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it just kind of disappeared it, it's gone right other than a, a few guys out there trying to report on what's going on you know they've had reporters in there trying to report on it we know one that's confirmed has already been arrested for being there trying to report it um, i'm sure they're blocking it off pretty heavy out there but you can actually put it out there and try and find news on it and it's pretty much nothing out there you know um let's see here uh the last time uh anything was out there it looks like uh they're catching it a little bit but there's uh, there's not enough out there uh 
Wow, I didn't even notice this. Um, I've got I've got a lot of rumbling going on right now. Um, we've been on the show. A yeah. large gas pipe has exploded uh, just outside of Moscow. Okay. And without even a hesitation, the United States has put an immediate leave on all U.S. citizens in Russia. What? You're kidding me. Yep. Not they said yesterday for everybody to leave Russia, too. Yesterday morning, they said that everybody needs to leave Russia. All diplomats French and, foreign and tourists ministry. need to leave. Oh. Yep. Go ahead. And the French foreign ministry has also called on all French uh, citizens to leave uh, Belarus immediately. This comes after the American call for citizens in the United States to leave Russia. Something serious seems to be going on beneath the surface. Mm. Um, yep, and just you should see the map. Um, the map that I just found of the affected area from the uh, the East from Palestine. The... Okay. Yeah, it, it it covers the state of Ohio. Wow. See, um, that's what I mean. It goes. It goes, it goes about a third into Pennsylvania. Uh, what is that? West Virginia covers almost all of it. I'm with these states here. Well, what's direct- going into Kentucky? That's Kentucky. Yeah. South of Ohio's Kentucky. And then south of Kentucky is Tennessee. Yep. Yeah. So, so the t- left is, uh, yeah, you it, got Kentucky. It goes through Tennessee and is, and is reaching into alabama it covers from east to west indiana and goes into illinois oh wow so i don't want to be this is overly this is yeah this is the uh this is the uh the 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 acid cloud essentially right you you could potentially 100 miles yeah Go ahead, Yancy. I was just going to say, you could potentially see some towns being so contaminated that they do become ghost towns, that they could potentially, you know, force people out of their homes. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, um, I believe it's Times Beach, uh, Missouri, that became so contaminated that with toxic, where they were unknowingly spraying down toxic waste on their city roads that went through town to keep the dust down. And um, the guy that they had hired to spray the streets was going and picking up toxic waste and spraying it onto their roads. They had to, you know, shut that town down, move everybody out. Pitcher, Oklahoma is another thing. Um, You know, they had huge lead chat piles from strip mines that, you know, it was leaking into the water and the the stream literally red with rust from this iron ore chat mines that, you know, was leaking there. I mean, this is... This is a big deal. And I mean, especially in the immediate area, you could see several of those towns get shut down completely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I totally agree with you. And I remember Times Beach. I remember that. I remember the story on it. Um, That's the one that's, uh, it's just outside of St. Louis, right? Eureka, Missouri, close to Eureka, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the one that they they just totally just up and walked away, left everything. Yeah, they didn't take nothing with them. They just up and walked away. 
Um, I remember it was in, I, I remember, I be, remember looking at it in school when we talked about it. Um, it was, uh, I can't remember the contamination they, they used. Wasn't it something oxygen? Yeah. So the guy, uh, they were, uh, he was supposed to be spraying it with motor oil, but he was diluting it with this toxic waste that, um, a comp- another company, it was a byproduct of something. He was going and picking up the used motor oil and they, the company that he was getting the motor oil from was saying, hey, we also need to get rid of this other, you know, et cetera of chemicals. So he was mixing it with the motor oil and spraying it on the city streets there because yeah. they had hired him to spray the streets basically, you know, as a chip and seal type thing to, right. to keep the right. dust down. Because uh, yeah. they didn't have paved streets there. They only had gravel roads going through town. And as he was spraying it, he was just contaminating the town so bad that they they had to evacuate the town forever. Yeah. There it is. I just found it right now. Dioxin. That's what the contamination. Uh, TCDD, also known as dioxin contamination. Uh, that was just an up and walk away. That was, that's an Agent Orange thing. I've got a. a- right. Go ahead, Scott. I've got a, I've got a, a, a breaking news statement from the Pentagon just came through. Uh, the okay. Pentagon says they are unable to recover any debris from any of the recovered or have unable to recover any debris from the three down objects, Alaska, Canada and Lake Huron. What? Why are they not so, able to recover you- it? Wait, can you do you have a laugh track you can queue up? Because, um, sounds like a comedy, right? None of them, really, exactly what we're doing right now. Um, it is, I mean, we're turning into uh, it's basically just turning into, I mean, think about this. Okay, here's something funny for you. I I started laughing because someone brought this up the other day when we were doing chilling with the pulse. Is are we in the X Files? (laughs) (laughs) where's Mulder and scully because that's where we're sitting right now i mean oh yeah i just got you know every time i see something turn out the way it is right now we're covering up news stories from you know toxic spills right now that are you know i mean we don't even know how many people if any people I mean, Scott, have you seen any injuries from this or if anyone's died from this? I mean, the inhalation alone should be able to knock you out. I mean, they're probably suppressing yeah, a lot. Yeah, the, there's there's people who are dying yeah. over there. Yeah. Um, it's mostly just, we'll call it um, environmental type death. So yeah. it's people like, there was a, a guy that I saw, like another TikTok, he was like talking about his father passing away his father was had some illnesses and as soon as this happened he got sick immediately and can't breathe and he died in the hospital unable to breathe okay so well if it's killing it's like it's like it's like the thing with covid right you get covid um if if you're if you're ill and you're weak and you have no immune system yeah common cold can kill you so th- this is just adding another layer of danger of your environment, right? Right. So, and it, yeah. it's a deal. Yeah. I agree. I, mean, I, it I is. just wanted to 
take time. I take a second to clarify what I, my um, cue up the laugh track comment. It's just because there's so much lies between what they're showing us, what's deception, what's good old fashioned manipulation, and the, the others. It almost seems like it's like who's writing the script? Is it like the person who wrote Harry Potter? Like this is out of control. It's one thing over here and then over here and threatens right. a war over here and you know fake virus here. Might as well be the Hobbit, like J.R.R. Tolkien wrote. This yeah, is ridiculous. You know. There it is. There's my track I was looking for. I mean, and and it's not even having to do with you know aliens or anything else out there. I mean, we're in the X Files now. We're we're I'm looking for the smoking man in the background right now. So one quote that I just saw from a uh, hazardous material specialist says, "We basically nuked a town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open." Well, something that people don't realize. Wow. Something they don't realize is the train company or corporation that was running it. They're yeah. responsible for all that crap because they have private property on both sides of their tracks, not supposed to be anybody on it, and they literally are the only maintainers of that property. Right. So if they derailed, it's on them for the toxic spill. But will anybody in government do it because we know that the train industry is also paying lobbyists to screw with the politicians? Yeah. Something I wanted to throw into you. We have a toxic place here in Montana out by an old mining site. And they closed it down about 50 years ago. Well, maybe not about 30 years ago. They, they closed this place down because people were coming down with cancers. And now there's just a few people live there. And the damn place is a toxic uh, wasteland. And they actually have people who are, their job with the EPA is to scare off any ducks that are going to light onto the sludge ponds okay. because they don't want to kill them. The first time they seen them light down on it, it killed off about 3,000 geese. They hit the water, and shortly after they hit the water, they were dead. And that was yeah. all from, from underground mining crap. Right. I think it was palladium, which is also... Mercury and lead, silver, and uh, whatever other. The but they're all toxic as heck. Yeah, yeah. they're all toxic. Yeah. Rocky, I think I've seen uh, some video of that. Do they have? They have like full time guards in shacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the site, and if birds try to land, they fire off guns and cannons and that yeah. sort of thing to keep the birds from Scare landing on the water. Yep. Yep. They did have a. They did have a spill one day. Somebody was out there trying to build up one of the dikes and it blew out and it literally sterilized a river from that point downstream. But since then, it's all came back because the water flowing from above up in the mountains on the glacier runoff actually revitalized the this, this spring. But it killed off the entire fish population, everything downstream from that sludge pond for almost a year. Yeah. Well, I did find something on it. Uh, guys, I'm going to throw you throw this out there to you. It was just published yesterday. Uh, there was just a quick note on there that in East Palestine, Ohio, 
Norfolk Southern may be responsible for cleanup costs at the train derailment site in East Palestine, Ohio. The EPA sent the company a general notice of potential liability. It finds EPA cleanup actions at the site and the potential to hold them accountable for the price. Okay, so first of all, we don't even know how this, it's not even been out there or out there. What has caused this derailment? Um, I mean, there's been no investigation in this whatsoever. You know, hey, Shep, welcome to the show. Um, I, I grew up around a few guys who worked at railroad and they said that if a train derails, especially if it's not being, you know, hitting something like a semi or something. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, it's, it's not, uh, it, it's because of, of not taking care of the railroad tracks because they're supposed to go in there and inspect the tracks, repair the tracks shut down the track while it's being worked on so it can be fixed so it could be safely ridden now somebody dropped the ball and something happened there that was probably because the train track and maybe it's because of how many cars went over it in the past six months it was too cold for them to go out and work so they just said oh we'll do it in the springtime and they had this derailment well, I, or it could have been it could have been sabotage too we well, i had read that it, it was potentially maybe a wheel bearing burned out and one of the cars lost its wheel and then it was just a chain reaction after that. It's still a maintenance yeah. issue. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, those who have trains in their area, I know Alaska trains. I mean, we got we got tracks rolling not more than a mile from my house. We hear them going through, you know, our little town, our little village of 140 people. You know, and I hear them blow off. But the one thing I do notice about the Alaska Railroad is they are constantly on the tracks maintaining them here. Yeah. Big time. I mean, we always see um, we always see track trucks out there. We um, see constant movement of uh, of train personnel, you know, running the trucks that run up and down the, you know, the rails, check and track this and that. You know, um, just this last summer, I saw, we saw them replacing ties at one of the crossing guards, you know, probably a good hundred yards up both one way and down the other of where the crossing was. Um, but, you know, generally when it happens to derail, all our derailments that have happened lately have come to usually some sort of failure, like you said, of maintenance or a trail uh, train running too fast through an area, you know, derailing coming around corner, you know, it's 70 miles an hour or whatever it is, um, them not being able to stop in time for certain things, blah, blah, blah. But this goes into it as to, you know, we're not knowing anything about this right now. They've got it so covered up that it's basically laying in the back shadows. And now we've got a disaster on our hands i mean we absolutely go ahead that's the thing see here i got one that runs through here it runs mainly coal but it also has a lot of freight coming through here and during certain times of year we get harvest running through in grain cars and crap i've only seen one derailment and here they'll go through every spring and every fall and replace the entire layout They'll go in and pull all the track and all the ties out 
and you know it, it looks like crap when it's stacked around but they have to maintain that because here our ground is kind of mushy and they have to maintain that for these hundred yard or these these hundred car coal trains you know, right. they're carrying millions of pounds of crap around but yeah we had one derailment and that's because the guy went through the corner too fast and skipped the train and yeah. derailed it just outside of town but it was a cold train thank god okay well those of you uh newly listening here uh we're talking about uh we actually broke this last week um actually about nine days ago, 10 days ago, talking about the Ohio derailment, the train derailment and uh, the after effects of what's going on right now. Scott, did you see any other updates on it at all? I was, I was trying to pick through it. The only thing I found, you know, that was on the line and it's even out there anywhere. Um, But one, one place, and that's where uh, the EPA sent uh, the, the company Norfolk Southern, um, just a letter saying that they could be potentially liable for this. Um, you there? Let's see. Lucy? I'm, ah, there. What are you doing? What What are you doing? You Why are you going to be like that, man? Um, I got something. Okay. In the mail right now. What? I got something in the mail right now that is so unbelievable. <laughs> They're trying to contact Are you kidding you me? about your car insurance. <laughs> what did you get, Scott? Let's hear it. Let's hear it on the air. I, here. Got, I got an official uh, Pulse coffee cup that is <gasps> personally addressed to me, has a logo on the front, and then on the back it says the Pulse Alaska co-host Tucson Scott. Oh, you got yours before mine. This is the this is the coolest. He sucks. So That's bad. awesome. <laughs> he sucks I, so bad. <laughs> Go ahead. This is so cool. So, is it? executive producer Susie knows how to uh, spoil her employees. You know? <laughs> Hey, so I want to awesome. get that. I want to get that. That's cool. Take a picture of it. Put it on the Pulse page on the uh, on the Facebook page, so we could see it. I want. I want to okay. check that out. I'm. A, I'm gonna actually put that out there as well right now. Those that want to uh, check out our Facebook page, we actually have a group page and a um what do you call it uh business page or whatever you want to call it but you can go ahead and click on this link i'm going to go ahead and put it out in the chat there and just put a request in there and you're able to see what's kind of going on in the pulse uh we kind of throw some stuff on there every now and then it's not like updated all the time but there's pictures and uh videos of us roller skating the things that we've been putting out in the past uh and just kind of fun. So there's that Facebook page. I just put a link out there in the chat. You guys are welcome to join it here. Um, I can't believe, dude, you totally suck. You got your cup before I did. And it's so cool. It's like, <laughs> this is, I'm using this cup like all the time from now on. <laughs> That's way cool. <laughs> all right. Let me, uh, I need to, uh, put out also let me see here i got that uh do 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 i just put the pulse page out there um 
Okay, I need to get this out there too. Let me get a plug out. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Okay, uh, big happenings at one of our uh, one of our sponsors here, Clear Sky Lodge. Uh, they're calling it Clear Sky Lodge. Leave the cooking to us uh, dinner. Um, it's pretty awesome deal out here for any of those that have ever eaten at Clear Sky Lodge. It's one of the they are the best steaks in Alaska. Uh, so it's just incredible. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, they're open. Of course, they open at 3 p.m. Uh, they're calling it the Valentine's Leave the Cooking to Us dinner. Uh, it's going to come with two shrimp cocktail, uh, two 10-ounce fillets with mashed potatoes and salad and a s'mores lava cake to share uh, for $75. That's for two, $75 for two. And uh, quite a value here. And if you've ever gotten a chance, like I said, to eat at Clear Sky Lodge, um, it's just fabulous. Uh, I'm sure you guys have all heard our, you know, the plugs that go on here for Clear Sky and the commercials that we play on there. Matter of fact, you know what, Scott, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a quick commercial break. I'm going to go ahead and uh, play the uh, Clear Sky Lodge clip here. So go ahead and hang with me, guys, here. Let me go ahead and play this, uh, play their commercial. At the Clear Sky Lodge. This show brought to you in part by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge, where the steaks are the best in Alaska. A true Alaskan, full-service bar and grill with amazing food, in-house dining and takeout. A great place just to chill with family and friends in one incredible log cabin atmosphere. Weekly food specials and pool tournaments on Friday nights at 7.30 p.m. Clear Sky Lodge, located at Milepost 280, Parks Highway, Anderson, Alaska. Open seven days a week, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Give them a call at 907-582-2251. That's 907-582-2251. And tell them your friends at The Pulse sent you. There we go. I had to get that commercial out there for our good friends over there at Clear Sky Lodge. For all those wondering, also check out our website. You could go to pulsealaska.com, P-U-L-S-E-A-L-A-S-K-A.com. Check out our website there. Uh, you'll be able to uh, check out uh, all the stuff that we have to offer here. There's plenty of tabs on there, uh, including the support page where you can find out about uh uh, getting commercials out here and plugs here for the pulse. Uh, Scott, um, I see you're back with me now. Anyway, thank you to Clear Sky Lodge, executive producer Susie, and many more that have uh, helped us out here at the pulse. All righty, back to it now, Scott. Can you hear me now? He 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 doesn't have a husky, but we've convinced my youngest that he has a pet bear. <laughs> that we did <laughs> true story it's been going on for what two years now two like, years now he, yeah and, and and my youngest still ask him where, where where's your bear like every time he's on the hears him on the phone right <laughs> i do have two dogs uh we have we have a uh a lab a golden lab and then i have my uh my lion dog I have a uh, hunter point mix that I actually bred to uh, for our mountain lions and bears on our ranch in Colorado um, that she came here 
to Alaska. And uh, she's basically like a 35 mile an hour couch potato now, but she still likes uh, getting outside and <laughs> seeing your Rocky laughing. <laughs> um, she gets outside. She does. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Two cats, uh, two dogs, three cats and one bearded lizard. That's uh, that's what we got here. <laughs> that's I got critters. five dogs. You got five dogs there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, I just wow. adopted one. I just yeah. adopted a pit. Uh, she's pit and blue healer. Oh, okay. Really nice dog. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, her name is Annie May, as in like Annie May Oakley, Annie Oakley. And uh, she is, uh, she's quite a heck of a dog. She's big. She's strong. Um, she'll tree anything. Uh, matter of fact, I, it, it, bears are her funnest. She loves chasing bears off um i've got <laughs> stories i've got stories of her clamped onto a bear's ass while it's running and she's like looks like one of those uh you know those car lot balloons you know that go <laughs> up in the air <laughs> i mean she she's she has uh no fear for that at all um like i said uh, we read her for mountain lion bears. breaking <laughs> breaking news here that just came in okay. um a magnitude 6.1 earthquake has hit the Hermatic Islands in New Zealand, and New Zealand has declared a state of emergency as a cyclone strikes. Mm. Uh, let's see here. So they're having not a tsunami, a cyclone. Right. So they're, they're just they're just like yeah, like that. That's when that's when you like lose the hand on the table, and then the dealer goes around and starts checking your pockets all at once. Right. Oh my God. What is happening in the world today? Right. Oh, I don't know. I, uh, okay. Just too much going on. Too much going on. Okay. I noticed that, uh, matter of fact, we're going to have to follow up on that story tomorrow. We're, we're coming down to the end of our time here for the Pulse Live headline news. Um, let's go ahead and go around the panel here. Let's start with you, Yancey. You got any final words for the day here? No, I guess we just hold on tight and see what happens tomorrow, right? Absolutely, man. Uh, put those seatbelts on. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 2023 is already saying 2022. Here, hold my beer. Uh, crazy lady, don't eat the yellow snow here in Alaska. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, dude, Sean, you got any final words for the day here for all the people out there in Pulse Land? I just want to thank you so much for having me on the program. It's good to see all the fellows again. This is a vast topic. Um, yeah, the great thing is that you guys are having the uh, the kahunas to cover it. I just scratching my head because the original reports, everyone knew that the, even the fire department was running. Uh, but they couldn't go the little bit step further and say, hey, uh, we're going to need everybody within a 100 mile radius to, oh, I don't know, run for your life. Right. Would have been maybe maybe the right thing to do, but. It just it just doesn't match up with it. so it's like um, over precaution at one part over here to the point of detriment, and then under precaution over here to the point of detriment. Then you got like a, a literal smoke screen, like the like a Chinese lantern. I just I'm I'm I don't know I don't know what to say. That's what I got for you. Thanks for having me oh. on. 
Thank you, Sean. We appreciate you being part of the panel. Uh, Rocky, go ahead with your final thoughts for the day here at the Pulse uh, Headline News. Okay. Uh, one last news bit. We had an earthquake t- just a few hours ago in Boise, Idaho. It's a 2.5, which is a small one for around here. But in the meantime, we just need to keep our heads on straight and keep an eye out because uh, this is only going to get more and more crazier with false flags and everything else. And now they're looks like they're going to start using serious crap to start messing with people. You know, I mean, people having to leave their homes and stuff and go to a, a FEMA camp. I mean, how do you evacuate a town and where do you put them? Put them in a FEMA camp. Probably already had one set up. We do got some issues out there. Um, also, uh, Scott, go ahead and give me your final thoughts for the day. Oh, I just appreciate everybody joining today. I did want to put one last thing. Yeah, I agree with uh, the dude, Sean, with, yeah, it seems like you, it's hard to keep track of something when you got such sensational stories going on. Um, and I will give credit to the governor in Ohio. He immediately declared a state of emergency. But it really seems like underneath all of that, that the local authorities that as you go down the list, they just have not. It's like they don't want to report or they're hiding stuff or they're arresting journalists. Awful. So but thank you, everybody, for joining. What a great topic everyone had. We had today and I really appreciate all of uh, the input. All righty. All righty. Let's go ahead and roll this thing out here. Except. That's the wrong one. <laughs> Welcome to Tech Monday. Here we go there. All righty. First of all, I want to thank all our guests on the panel today. WKOP's Yancey. Make sure you check out that po- that uh, podcast out there. WKOP, the wrong kind of podcast. Also, we got Dude Sean on here. Thank you for your input today. Also, check out the Dude Sean out there. We got Rocky on We've got uh, plenty of people in the listening booth out there. Daddy Hoff, our exec producer, Susie. Uh, can't wait to get my cup. Matter of fact, Yancey, I'm going to hit you up for a WKOP coffee cup, man. Uh, we also got my sister and brother in Mexico who's listening with us. And uh, quite a few of us uh, out there listening to The Pulse. Make sure you for us tomorrow. That's The Pulse. Headline news. Uh, it's going to be happening around 10-ish Alaska time. Also, we have uh, the Pulse Variety Show Wednesday night, 6.30 p.m. Come and join us there on the Pulse Variety Show. Also, look, in, look out for uh, impromptu shows. Uh, had so much fun the other day doing the chilling with the Pulse. It was a great time. Played some music. Got some great chit-chat going. Went three sessions. Wow. Blew me away. Also, make sure you check out uh, Pulse Alaska. That's P-U-L-S-E-A-L-A-S-K-A. You guys want to be a part of the Pulse here. Check that out. Go through the tabs there. Enjoy the pictures that we uh, put up there. Those header pictures are uh, put up by me. I had fun with it. (laughs) We're still working on the website, but it's great stuff. Also, uh, check out... uh, the Old Man's Podcast, Monday through Friday, happening at uh, 6 a.m. Alaska time, 
7 a.m. Pacific. Great uh, way to start your day out there. And also Ralph Williams out there. Good people. Good podcast. Just fun, fun, fun. I do have uh, one more song for you on the way out. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, With that, be safe out there. And please be kind. Enjoy your day today. And we'll talk to you here soon. This is Donali Brett and Tucson Scott. And we're signing off. Enjoy, people. Talk to you all soon. Well, I see him on the TV Preaching about the promised lands He tells me believe in Jesus Steals the money from my hands Some say he was a good man Lord, I think he Saddle Vietnam Bear Fight a losing war On a foreign shore To find his country And to want him back The Buddhist took his best friends Inside gone Our Lord just took his wife His kids no regrets Anytime I don't remember And a war he can't forget He cried forgive me For what I'd done there Cause I never meant the things I did And give me something to believe in If there's a Lord above I give me something to believe in Oh Lord, arise My best friend died a lonely man Some Palm Springs a hotel room Got the call last Christmas Eve They told me the news I tried all night not to break down and cry As tears rolled down my face I felt so cold and empty Like a lost soul out of place And the mirror, mirror on the wall See my smiling face again To believe in, I give us something to stand alone I give us something to believe in, yeah. I give us something to hold on and ride. Sometimes I wish to God I didn't know now things I didn't know then.
drive by the homeless sleeping on a cold dark street like miners in an old bone grave underneath the broken old neon sign he used to read jesus sings Something to believe in yeah. At the Clear Sky Lodge This show brought to you in part by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge Where the steaks are the best in Alaska A true Alaskan full-service bar and grill with amazing food, in-house dining and takeout a great place just to chill with family and friends in one incredible log cabin atmosphere. Weekly food specials and pool tournaments on Friday nights at 7.30 p.m. Clear Sky Lodge, located at Milepost 280 Parks Highway, Anderson, Alaska. Open seven days a week, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Give them a call at 907-582-225.